Welcome to the first mini-sode Q&A, me answering questions that I often get sent online. Um, I've been doing that pretty much in Instagram stories and then realized um, none of this is being recorded and I'll have to say it over and over again. Um, So I just wanted to have a little space um, where I can keep all of your questions and answer them in a really easy audio way. So let's get into it. So in this segment, I'm going to answer some super random questions. Um, Someone sent me a a list of questions and they're all, they're not like really all related. They're very different. And um, some of these questions are, are just personal questions in terms of my opinions on certain things. And um, I just want to share something about that before I go into the questions. I, you know, I think that different leaders and healers have um, a particular relationship with their integrity and their perspectives about um, what it means to be a leader and um, and how they choose to share their work and um, for a long time my perspective has been that there are certain personal opinions that I don't necessarily feel matter for people to know about me right because in a sense I am not the healer I am a healer, I work as a healer, but as a human being, I'm not the one that is doing the healing work. When I go into ceremony, when I go into a space of ritual, I let go of who I think I am, I let go of what I think that I can do, I let go of what I think that I can think, you know, what I've been conditioned to think. Um, I do that in general as I grow spiritually, but when I go into ceremony, I let go of everything and just allow myself to be a vessel, right? Allow the ones who know how to heal to heal Um, and to, to remove myself from a lot of human politics and ideologies and systems of thought um, because spirit is a very, my understanding of spirit is that it's a very pure energy and in order for that very pure energy to flow through us, we have to be okay with letting go of certain things about being human. And so I, there's certain opinions that I never really felt like sharing about because it doesn't matter what you think of me. Um, and what I think my opinion about something shouldn't be what, you know, being in a space of leadership, it's like your influence is very important. And I don't want to program certain things into people that is just not none of my business. You know, it's just, I don't want to be that. And I think that's what happens sometimes in certain circles in religion and spirituality that becomes problematic because we now look at these leaders or these healers and everything that they say, we just internalize as truth and we forget to think for ourselves, right? I don't want to create any more group think. I know it's going to continue to happen because humans are humans and we're here on a journey to learn who we are. And so these things happen along the way, but I've mostly tried to avoid um, creating more of that. And so um, I'm going to try my best to answer some of these questions, keeping that in mind, but also being open to sharing because this is what I, I'm calling this uh, audio diary series. And in the reintroduction, I talked about st- you know, being open to speaking about things, no matter how important or unimportant or controversial or whatever I thought it was, because um, at the end of the day, I I accept that I am human too. 
And I accept that I am um, having this experience where I feel called to freely express myself, right? I don't also want to um, box myself in and also allow my role as a leader or a healer to create, um, to make me feel like I can't just be human as well. So sometimes I, I have to do this dance, right? Um, so let's get into some of these questions. Um, the first, okay, the first question is really interesting. No one's ever asked me before. But the question is, how many languages do I know and what are they? Um, English is my first language. I came to the United States when I was very young. So um, all of my schooling, all of my training, it was in English. I do remember the first day of preschool. Um, and I remember not being able to speak English. I remember like wanting to interact with all the other kids, but just in my mind state, it's like I can't even remember what language I spoke in my mind at the time, but I know that I didn't speak English. And um, I have other funny things to say about that, but I, I speak English. I also speak French because Burkina Faso was colonized by the French, and so my family speaks French. Um, I grew up speaking French in our family home, and um, it's not a very great version of French, and I it's it's not very easy to express myself in French, but I get around because it's important for me to be able to communicate with my family. Um, I do know a few words and phrases in my my fam- my my parents' language in the one of the main languages in Burkina Faso, which is More. Um, I didn't grow up learning that language though, and I didn't grow up in an environment where that language was spoken. I do know a tiny little bit of Zulu because I do a lot of work with ancestors from those traditions and um, and I speak Spanish because I a little bit of Spanish because I learned it in school and I also traveled to Central and South America um, so those are the languages that I speak <laughs> all right um, the other question is what are my thoughts concerning DNA test, if any? Um, there are certain things in this world that I have completely shed control over, my my sense of control over, because you know, as we know with DNA tests, there's even though this is a, it's an amazing technology to be able to understand more of our roots and understand um, more of our genes and and to be aware of maybe certain illnesses that may be running in our family and things of that nature. There is this concern about people collecting, you know, information and and what is the system doing with that information? And I'm aware of all of that. Um, And I also know that we live in times where we, you know, we're in the system. Even if we try to go off the grid, we will never be out of the system. You know what I'm saying? Unless like you're in Papua New Guinea or in these very, very rural places that are truly untouched. Um, it, even saying untouched is is not realistic, right? Because they're still impacted by the rest of the world. Um, so there are just certain things that we are a part of, like, 
you know, the hospitals already got our blood tests. Like there's just things, and this is the overthinker in me speaking right now, but there's just things that we have no control of. And so I don't have this strong opinion about um, that part of the DNA test. Other than that, I think that it's really amazing that people are feeling called to understand their roots and there's this opportunity for them to understand it on this scientific level. Um, and because even though we have access to the spiritual realm and the Akashic records, um, we're not always open enough to receive every single thing that has ever happened and every single thing that we have ever been and every single thing that is in our genes. So I, I also appreciate technology. And one of the reasons why I call myself a time traveler <laughs> is because I also understand that there are high spiritual technologies that are even greater and more profound than the technologies that we are, are creating here. So I don't reject technology. I, I believe in um, consciousness and conscious beings being able to create technologies that further um, our expression of consciousness, right? Um, I actually want to do a DNA test myself at some point. Um, Later, I will take the time to really research and understand which tests are best to take. Even though I was born in in a particular country and to a particular, you know, ethnic group or whatever you want to call it, um, I still think that there may be some interesting things that pop up. So um, I'm curious and um, I think that as long as you do your research, it's something that is worth doing um, if you feel called to it. You know, I've, I've in doing the work that I have, I've heard people express getting the results of their DNA test and being able to piece such beautiful things and being able to just feel a little bit more connected to their ancestry in a way that, you know, it just touches my heart. So that's all I'll say on that. That is what I think. Um, the second question is, what are, I mean, this, this next question is, what are your views on interrelation, interracial relationships? My research suggests that this is against African culture. What are your thoughts on that? So this is kind of one of those questions that I feel like my personal opinion doesn't really matter. Um, but I will share some things. Um, that I've been really meditating on a lot, especially the past couple of years as I deepen my path. Um, Something that I've been noticing around African spirituality, which is something that we're just all noticing around religion, right? You know, they say that spirituality and religion are, are two, are like opposite poles of the same spectrum. And with spirituality, sometimes we bring a little bit of religion into spirituality. And sometimes we bring a little bit of just the systems of the world into spirituality. We bring the patriarchy and the matriarchy and we bring the um, the higher consciousness thoughts and we bring the colonial thoughts in sometimes. And sometimes culture is about repeating things that we don't even understand. And this is something that I noticed even in like in Africa and, and within my culture is like there are things that African people do because it's been done for a long time but they don't even remember why right and so they're just doing it and they don't know really the spirit of it anymore and there's a number of other things that I could say about this but I feel like it's very we have to start to be a little bit more aware and conscious about what we call culture and and what is a part of 
the systems that human beings have created and what is spirit. And there are certain things that, you know, like in African spirituality, just like in black culture, there are those who are like the super conscious black power people who have very extreme thoughts. And um, those are their thoughts. I think that there are people who have been called to bring certain messages because they are important and to carry the torch for certain things because they are important to to their spirits. And I respect that. Um, I also recognize that there are certain things that we just we hold on to so strongly because there is a strong need for healing around it. You know, my 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 concern isn't even about the opinion or the conclusion um, that they have we have come to as people, but what would happen after we heal? You know, I'm not even concerned about the answer. Like, can we just heal first, and then open our minds to think from that space of a healed place? Yes, because we can't deny that some of us are. Are, are saying certain things, our culture, from a place of pain and anger. Makosi. And so the other thing that I want to say about this is that one thing that I, I have found personally challenging on this journey is that there are certain things that I've really had to dissect. And I have felt challenged by things that are considered to be an African spiritual way of thought and what is more of a higher consciousness thought. Um, Let me take a moment to collect my thoughts around this, but, you know, for example, you know, the concept of race, you know, I, I'm an African woman and I acknowledge that. And I know that that is a part of my human identity, but I also know through my personal spiritual experiences that I am much more than an African or not more as in greater, but I am many other things other than an African woman or an African person. Yes. You know, and when we start to go up and elevate and go up and up and up and up and reach where God truly is, a whole lot of things about human being human just disappears. And one thing that is just factual, according to our history, is that race is a human construct. It is a Western construct. You know, I don't think that the original African people were thinking about themselves as African. They were just alive. Yes. Um... And they saw each other as living beings. Mm. And sometimes I wonder how African, you know, the original essence of the original people, I wonder how African is it to think that I'm African? Yes. Or that I'm black. Mm. That is a new thing in our consciousness because I don't think that I know that there was a time where just in the thoughts of my ancestors, they weren't thinking about being black. They were just thinking about being living beings. And and the thought of thinking that I am black or thinking that I'm an African is actually a new thing. It's, it's a thought that's been in consciousness for a short time. Yes. Um, so these are things that I'm sitting with. <laughs> And, um, and even though we can have, you know, we can think that everything is one and we're all living beings, 
you know I understand that we still have to be human and we I go out the door and I experience life a certain way in this context so I'm not saying to pick one over the other I'm not saying that um you know the way that I think say see things is that you know everything is is what do they call it a um a duality you know we live in a duality and and and, and at, at times in our society we 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 force each other to pick a side yes and we forget that the spiritual teaching of duality and oneness is that all of these opposing things exist at the same time so that our concept of i am black and i am not black i am a woman and i am not a woman i am everything and i am nothing i am the moon and i am the sun i am all of these things and nothing at all and these things sound so poetic but it's like my challenge has been how do I really internalize that? How do I take that into my heart and into my mind and walk as a being on this earth in awareness of all of these things at the same time? I am still discovering and walking the path of the answer to that question. Um, but I wanted to throw these things out because I've been sitting with it for a long time and haven't really expressed it. And that is my expression of the answer to that question. All right. Um, these last couple of questions I really love. Um, how far back can people speak with their ancestors? Is there a limit? Um, first, from my experience, it's I've never heard of a barometer or a measurement yes, from my elders and from my spiritual studies about there being a limit. Yes. Um, I, I've never heard of that. So my answer would be that there is no limit. Yes. And um, from my perspective, you know, who is the first ancestor? We could say that the first ancestors, ancestor was an actual human being the way that we know what human being is today. Um. But I think if I look at the cosmologies and the philosophies and the mythologies, I would say that the first ancestor is God because it is the first living thing that we have come to understand. And if, if the spiritual path is about union with God and reaching God and remembering God, um, I would say that spiritual teachings teach us that we can reach God and there is this union with God and this communion with God that we can have have so we can far, we can go as far back as God hmm. um I also you know you know some spiritual African spiritual thoughts talk about our origins being in the stars and we live in times where people are calling themselves star be- star seeds and they are channeling and connecting with star ancestors and so we can go as far back as that um people are remembering their past lives um i remember having this experience um and this vision where I could feel myself counting back like how many, all of my lifetimes. It's not that I remembered all of them, but I could feel myself counting back in, in a sense. That, those are just the best words that I can put to it because there's some spiritual experiences that I just, I don't have the word human, I don't have English or human words for. But 
my experience, my lived spiritual experiences tell me that there is no limit. The only limitation is in our ability to perceive and and be receptive to spirit, right? Um, And that's what the spiritual path is about. And that's what spiritual practice is about. It's about opening and clearing, opening and clearing, receiving and receiving and receiving. Yes, the more that we open up, the more that we can receive. And so it's really about how willing we are to walk the path and continue on this path. Everything can unfold to us. Everything in the universe can can be revealed to us. And I used to think that maybe there was a limit because, like, you know, you have to die. Like, you know, we, we die and then we ascend and we return to source. And maybe that's when we get to know everything. But um, I'm an ambitious spiritual person and there's a, a lot of things that I'm confident <laughs> that I, or I'm just encouraged and playful about um, finding out in this lifetime. So last question, um, why do people forget their past lives? People forget their past lives when you this is one of those things you know in my studies like you know when you read something and you just can't really repeat it the way that you read it or the way that you heard it that's how I am with like scientific jargon and information um but every time I learn and and, and watch documentaries or read about or experience explanations about how our brain actually works or how the mind actually works the way that our mind is programmed the way that our mind is made is like there are certain um, features in the mind that actually create the the forgetfulness. Like we were made, at our physical body, our mind was made to forget things. And there are various reasons for that. One of them being like survival mechanism because, at least from my perspective, I think that if we remembered everything all of the time, um, one result of that or effect of that would be that we would feel traumatized a lot. Yes. And so sometimes we forget and let go of things like in order to remain conscious and able to be human and and move from one thing to the next. Um, I think that so it's a part of the, the human experience and it's a part of the spiritual experience because when you look at this, the metaphysical teachings of like just cycles and, and death and rebirth, um, you know, you're made a child and then you got to learn again and again and again and again and again. We live and we die and we we do this so many times um, in order for, you know, us to have experiences. And, you know, they say that life is a journey. There's a point A and a point B. Like if we knew everything all at once, there would be no journey and we would just be God and we would just be in this state of knowing and apparently they say that you know we keep choosing to have an experience to have a mission and and to work on things so I think a part of that choice is choosing to forget so that we can remember so that we can have a journey Um, that's just my perspective based on what I've learned up to this point I love these types of questions these last two type of questions because um, it excites me to think and unravel these things Um, and it's like the more I walk this journey, the more insight that I get and that we get on these things. And this is one of the reasons why I really, um, and just in a space of really wanting to share, especially the dreams and the omens, because I feel like 
we have to piece these answers together. I'm not the answer to all of them. No guru is the one answer to all of them. No priest is the one answer to all of them. I really feel like each of our dreams, each of our life experiences, each of the missions that we have come to live out on this earth is the key is to the greater answer that we are all um, looking for. Um, so I'm happy to be in this space and I'm happy to be unfolding and and sharing these perspectives and I invite you to continue to ask these questions with me and to share these the experiences that you're having Um, I hope this space will become a vault a vault where we will find connections between our experiences and um, bring back all that memory and all of that remembrance thank you for listening Peace.